And now it's time for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. Hi, I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. We're the insiders. So, Scott, uh, interesting happenings with regard to the election, these close statewide races, uh, Governor Evers won. But in the legislative side, uh, Republicans were in search of a veto-proof majority in both houses. Uh, they didn't get it in the Assembly, but give me your take on what happened, why it happened, and where we're at going forward. Well, I think this turned out exactly as we had uh, uh, suggested to our audience previously, in that um, the Republicans were going to pick up seats in both houses. They were very likely to take control of the state Senate with a two-thirds uh, super majority. Um, and that in the state assembly, you could see them getting to 64 seats. That 65th seat was going to be hard, and the 66th was just going to be out of reach. And that's exactly what happened. They got the, they got the 64 seats. They were 700 votes short of the 65th in La Crosse area, um, and they were, gosh, almost 1,500 votes short in Oshkosh for that 66th seat. So it, it turned out like we suggested. You, you have very large Republican majorities now in both houses of the legislature. I think the key question is going to be is, does the relationship between the legislature and the governor change as a result of the elections? Both of them were affirmed by the voters. Um, or do they just fall back to the pattern they were in, where the governor proposes a budget that Republicans say is dead on arrival, they write their own budget, the governor threatens to veto it, then he ends up signing it and taking credit for it, and we just go around this merry-go-round again and again. I think the past will probably be prologue here, um, but what do you think, Chuck? Well, let me back into what happened in the election by talking about what you just brought up, Scott. And I do think the question here is um, whether... Uh, Speaker Voss, who I think most people would acknowledge as the key legislative leader, the, the Senate is uh, less certain, I think, even though they have the veto-proof majority, and what happens with Governor Evers. I think that Governor Evers has always had an interest in trying to get this done, but I think Republicans, and, and I heard this from the very best Republicans uh, who have served in this state before, Robin Voss was absolutely committed to not giving Governor Evers any single win. Those dynamics have now changed. Speaker Voss, there are a lot of rumors that he may not be around forever. What a surprise. I mean, who would want to deal with this kind of stuff forever? And secondly, Governor Evers is probably not going to run again. I mean, he's had two terms, and I could see a different dynamic here. Uh, the question is whether everyone can get over their partisan um, uh, um, inclinations. And by the way, I don't think that's that hard for Evers. It's a matter of whether Robin Voss, here, here would be my analysis as a former leader. I would look at this and I would say, you know, right now there are a lot of things that really could be done to make things look better for the state. And if they're better for the state, they will look better for my members going forward. Given that situation, given the fact that Governor Evers probably isn't going to run again, I could probably approach him and put together a package that both of us could deal with that would look good for everybody. And by the way, my people are running again in two years, and he's not running again. What a deal for me as a Republican leader. So I wonder if Robin Voss won't be more creative here. He is, I think, the most powerful legislative leader that we've seen and that I can remember. And I think given that, the question is, can he be strategic enough to figure out a way to make it happen? 
And I think that after his wonderful experience with uh, Justice Gableman and with the experience in the primary, I think Raman Voss might be more interested in trying to accomplish something for the state instead of scoring political brownie points against a guy who is not like is certainly not going to face election in two years and probably won't back after four years. So I think one question here is, uh, you know, the governor has earned this reputation among the public as a nice guy. And that is not the reputation he has um, with the legislature. I mean, they have clashed again and again. Uh, the legislature has felt that he has uh, essentially stiff-armed them for most of the last four years. Does that relationship change? Um, it wouldn't have changed if the Republicans had gotten a supermajority in both houses. They would have just run over the governor. I, I think there's no doubt about that. They would have just run the state. Now the question is, when you have majorities that large, um, some people say, well, we can afford to rule with less than that. I, I don't need to have two thirds. I can just win, win and govern with 50% plus one. But others um, get tugged by the, those majorities. You know, you're just trying to keep everybody together. So I, I think this is a very big management challenge uh, for the speaker. He is, as you point out, the longest serving speaker in the history of the state, undoubtedly the most creative. And um, I, I'm hoping that they find ways in which they agree. But I, I think the issues, to some extent, keep them apart. There's just... I mean, Governor Evers is a progressive Democrat, and Robin Voss is a conservative Republican, and that those are a long ways apart. So I'm not sure we're going to get. Uh, I think this can be more like it has been in the past. I, you know, I, th I think Scott's recent comment there belies what he said earlier. The idea that Governor Evers was stiff arming the Republicans—that's nothing more than Republican spin. Let's let's mm -hmm. face it, folks, because Scott just mentioned Governor Evers is a progressive Dem, and Robin Voss isn't. They're in spite of where things are these days, and by the way, they're in a much worse spot than where they were with Jensen and Koala, which people thought was really the partisan days, there are still things I believe that we still agree on as people in Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin is still committed to making the roads work and having those funded. We used to do a great job of that. And that has gone downhill. Could we repair that? Yes, we could. People in Wisconsin still want their property taxes reduced. Is there a place where they could go where they could agree on? I would think they ought to be able to agree on that. And finally, people in Wisconsin believe in public education, especially rural areas where Republicans dominate now. That high school basketball team and football team and volleyball team, those are things that local communities love. And it's all around their local schools. Is there something to be put together that all of them could agree on? I believe there is. The question is now, are the Republicans willing to reach out to make that happen with, as he called himself, the Mr. Rogers of the governor's office? I think there's something there, never and I think Governor Evers would be receptive. It is Pardon? never the legislature's job to reach out to the governor. It always goes the other way. The governor was elected as the chief executive of Wisconsin. He's the one who has to make the first move. He claims he's Mr. Rogers. He should make the first move. I'll tell you what, Governor Thompson would always uh, be willing to talk, but he was never offering to do something that I wanted to do. I think it's smart on both parties' part to get, get this dialogue going and to make something happen. And I think it will be a great legacy for both Governor Evers and for Speaker Voss. And if Speaker Voss wants to have a legacy that's anything other than being a bitter partisan, now's his opportunity and he won't get many more. Contrary to what Scott Jensen said, Wisconsin is not now an even state. Every two years, Dane County grows. 
Waukesha County gets becoming more blue. This is the opportunity for Republicans to do something. If they don't do it now, they will not have the opportunity in the future. I believe that very strongly. I disagree. We'll, we'll see. see you next time. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategy.